0: I'm Kate and I'm Sadie and together we are the University of Missouri Extension's Show Me the Future podcast team.
1: Do you ever look at someone and think to yourself I wonder what it's like to have their job or how did they learn to do their work so well? Well we ask ourselves those questions too. On this podcast we visit with amazing people who have fascinating careers. They show us what they do and tell us how they got there.
0: Their stories help middle school students like me to think about the plan for my future and everyone else's. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Show Me the Future podcast.
2: If you like this podcast, you might be interested in finding out more ways to learn new skills, make plans for your future, and develop connections with youth and caring adults. 4-H, a youth program of MU Extension, can help you do all of these things and more. Find Missouri 4-H on Facebook or the MU Extension website, extension.missouri.edu.
0: Fran Patrick is a co-owner of a magazine, teaches at Stevens College, and was a professional dancer. Born and raised in England, she found her spark for dance. Fran was a professional dancer for 10 years, and after this career, she found a new outlet for her creativity and made Columbia her home.
1: everybody, and welcome back to the Show Me the Future podcast. And today we have um, a special guest. Her name is Fran Patrick, and we are really excited to hear from her and just kind of about um, about what she does and um, her career and her story. So we're really excited to have Fran. How are you today, Fran?
3: I am great. I'm a little sad it's raining, but it reminds me of home, so it's uh, it's not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm missing the the 70
1: and sunny degree weather, but yeah, awesome. Well, Sadie, do you want to jump in and do our rapid, our rapid fire questions?
0: So we're going to ask you a couple questions just to get to know you. Um, So what's your favorite animal?
3: My favorite animal? Sloth.
0: Um, If you could go anywhere, where would you go? New Zealand. Um, Do you like cats or dogs better? Dogs. Um, would you rather go deep sea diving or skydiving? Oh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> what's your favorite movie?
3: Oh, my favorite movie, that is a tough one. So I'm a James Bond fanatic. It drives my husband crazy because I will watch them over and over and over again. So probably that, but I love Indiana Jones and some of those classic trilogy, the tra- classic trilogy, Star Wars, all those things. Yeah, I love those.
0: And what's your favorite thing to do in your free time?
3: sleep
1: (laughs) sleep's always good (laughs) yeah awesome was that was that the last one Sadie yeah cool all right Fran well so first you want to just tell us a little bit about you and um your current career or just kind of some of the other things that you're doing
3: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am originally from England and found my way over here to the US and um, made this my new home. So that is one of the biggest part of my journeys and through that um, relocation, um, I have found a new career as well. So in 2016, after I had retired from the professional world of dancing, I had worked at Springfield Ballet as their executive director and had worked with the students there. I felt like I needed a slower pace of life. So my husband moved to Columbia and I moved with him and I joined what became the fastest moving journey I've ever experienced. And so I became the executive assistant to a publisher for the magazine here, promo magazine. And um, I loved it. It was great. It kind of ticked off all the boxes for me. And Five years later, fast forward really quickly. It's like a quick show, isn't it? You know, quick show, fast forward. <laughs> and here we are as a co-owner. We have Coma Magazine and we have Columbia Marketing Group as well. And we have an events side to our business. Um, we're about to start looking at what consulting will look like as from business development. So yes, we are just on a fast track here. So I also have a four-year-old son, which we had in the middle of all of that. And we bought a new house and... All of the things and I have two daughters as well who are 14 and 12 today which is ironic (laughs) my stepdaughter was born on St. Patrick's Day so we um last name Patrick it's a lot of fun in our house today
1: yeah that's (laughs) awesome cool um could you so it sounds like you're very busy you have a very interesting job could you just tell us a little bit kind of what a typical day in your career kind of looks like
3: Yes, absolutely. So my current career because I think they're both kind of interesting is because they are so different. So my current career. I never know what the day is going to look like. Um, I'm also an adjunct professor at Stevens on the event convention management course. So I may be teaching students. Um, I'm obviously an owner of a business. So there's all the things that come with that. But a typical day looks like always start with a Starbucks (laughs) never fails. Um, I'm always on 9th Street by 830 Uh, quick coffee quick cereal bar, hit the ground running, answer emails, meetings with clients, brainstorm. Yep, a busy, busy, busy day here, just doing multitude of different things. No day ever looks the same. Um, My former career was very regimented. Get up, warm up the body, do a show, have something to eat, do another show, wash, rinse, repeat. So kind of an interesting dichotomy between the two worlds. So kind of going off of that,
1: so, like you said, your previous career it was, kind of sounds kind of like a set schedule almost, and now it, anything could happen in in a day. Um, was that a big adjustment? Do you do you like one or the other better?
3: I think I've always been a busy person even from when I was like Sadie's age I've always wanted to be doing lots of different things trying things learning experiencing different aspects of life I think that I don't I thrive in both worlds very structured and very unstructured and so I I love where I'm at right now I've I fully embrace what I do right now and I fully embrace my previous life so i my previous life I would always find extra things to do So I would say that I'm just, I have to be busy. I don't sit still very long.
0: So what made you choose your careers and did you always want to do what you ended up doing?
3: Interesting question. The first career as a professional dancer. Yes, absolutely. That was a choice that was made um, from a very early age. I started dancing when I was three. Um, I have a lot of dance in my family background, and I was good at it, so it just kind of was a natural progression, but I was actually really good at sports as well, so it was kind of hard at a certain point in my schooling career when I had to make that choice, but the passion for dance has always been there. That was never a question of what I was going to do. The job that I was going to do at the end was, well, what that I didn't know what that looked like, but I knew it was going to be in the professional dance world. Um, My... Second career, as we always kind of, and I talk with the girls about this when I'm teaching them as dancers, you have that knowledge in your head that you're going to have to have a second career because your body will only go as far as it will go. And what did that look like? I didn't really have a plan, which is unlike me because I always have a plan. And this kind of was one of those big steps for me when I left the theatre business that I took some time to really evaluate. Um, And that's when I went to Springfield Ballet and really learned a lot about the nonprofit world, what it was like to work in an office, those kind of day-to-day, what I kind of jokingly call the more normal world that that people live in. And everything then just kind of snowballed. I didn't really have too much control over it. So as my husband moved and I just... I needed to be creative whatever it was I did I need needed that creative outlet for myself and I didn't know that it would come in the form of a magazine and an agency but it did and it has worked out perfectly and I still get to teach Um, I have great students over at dance arts Um, I've taught at um, Stevens now for the past four years so I still have that education teaching nurturing side as well very cool
1: Okay, um, Fran, so on this podcast, we talk a lot about um, sparks and sparks are those things that make you get out of bed in the morning, they bring joy, fulfillment, meaning and purpose to your life. And many times your sparks connect um, to the work that you're doing. What would you say
3: that are um, your sparks? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think telling people stories. It's really been the biggest part of my career in both worlds that I've lived in. Um, Telling a story of a character that we're dancing through or telling a story to the audience of what we're doing through our bodies. And now I just get to do that through the written word or through now digital platforms. Things have even changed over the last few years, but being creative is definitely the spark that gets me up in the morning. Whether, and that could be as simple as like what, recipe. Am I going to cook off Pinterest? One of those crazy videos that I've watched and like, I can do that. And <laughs> um, <laughs> if you've tried that, like looks really easy. And then you get into the middle of it and you're like, it is hey, a, God, a mess. Food. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I think it just really is creativity. And I think now as a mom, I think there is a, um, a new purpose to my being. I have three humans that I'm responsible for. And so that spark to get up every morning to ensure that they have a great role model in their lives, that they can see what hard work, see what good morals are. And to see that if you really work hard, you can achieve exactly what it is that you want to achieve. That is a huge spark for me. Very cool.
0: So like, what are your strengths? In other words, like, what are you really good at?
3: Well, I can show you actually. Um, I know that on the podcast, you can't see, but I will, uh, let me just show you because I actually have, this is how organized I am. I have them printed out on my desk. See, they're all printed out. So um, here, this, um, here in at our office, we're very big on personality testing. And we do a lot of that through our cultural development at work. We think that that builds the best team. So my top five strengths are that I'm an achiever, which keeps me busy all the time, Um, responsibility, I'm futuristic, I'm strategic, and I'm an arranger. We also do a colors testing as well. So I have a little cube here that reminds me that I'm gold. (laughs) So that basically means as my, Call me. I'm the queen of mean because I like everything done to a deadline. So I know myself pretty well, apparently, according to the books. (laughs) We, I think, overall as a strength. Oh, go ahead. I say, overall as a strength, I think it's just being driven. I think that can be a strength and a challenge. I think you have to learn how to rein that back in again. And I think you need to know when to push the gas and when to pull it back again. And I think over the over the last probably 10, 15 years, I've learned how to do that. And I think that's probably the biggest, biggest driving force I have.
1: Cool. And you may have talked a little bit about this, but so I know you said after your professional dance career, you were really looking for a job that something that was you could use your creativity and it ended up landing you into like the publication and magazine um industry so did you enjoy writing was that something that you always liked to do or was that kind of like a newfound thing once
3: you stepped into this new career so actually as far as writing I don't actually write a th- okay. thing and though I found creativity in um the overall i'm a big picture kind of person and then i like to get into the weeds so i found creativity through the the overall voice and the visual side of the magazine so i was at the very very beginning i was highly involved with like creating the photo shoots and what they might look like and staging those and i found a lot of enjoyment and then that became a deeper love of the actual brand of the magazine and the creativity that we can bring to that so i like to do research really love history it's something that I've grown up loving obviously I'm from England so we, there's a lot of it <laughs> It goes back a long way um, and so bringing that research that historical kind of viewpoint into the magazine um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun that's really where that that kind of drives that creativity every month is different what does the food layout look like what is this and then when the agency came along how can you be creative um, with marketing somebody else's brand that was have those conversations so very cool yeah and I mean since you
1: do more of the visual it kind of relates back to your dancing so a lot of posing just creativity so that's really that's really cool you could still kind of use some of those skills in
3: a new in a new career and who knew yeah, yeah. who knew and this is what I try to kind of explain to the girls when I'm teaching them is you know the life skills that you learn are so valuable and so transferable and so it's important that when we're in this okay process- Um, so the next question that we had is, um,
1: when you think back on your career path, um, where were your struggles and how did you overcome them?
3: I think the biggest struggle that I have had has been what we name imposter syndrome. I think that has probably been the biggest struggle that I've had. And I think that it really has only been identified through some of these personality testings and coming into my new w- world that I live in now. I think looking back, I think constantly in that um, competitive space in the dance world is definitely a challenge and can definitely be a struggle for you to deal with that every single day. Um, there are The stories that you hear, some of them are inflated and crazy, but then there are the reality of that. There are a lot of people looking for the same job. And then once you get that job, how do you keep that job? How do you keep in the best? You're an athlete as a dancer. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my position. (laughs) Other people might disagree. But as an athlete, you need to keep your body in top shape. And how do you keep that maintenance going day after day after day so that you are where you want to be in your career? And then as you move into this world that I live in now, I think I took some of that baggage with me i um, always wondering if I made a mistake that somebody else would be right behind me and would take my job from me. And I guess feeling safe to make mistakes and learn and grow from them has definitely been a challenge. Um, kind of as a dancer, you're constantly looking in the mirror to create this perfection, the perfection of a line, a perfection of a move, more turns, higher jumps. And so, sometimes there isn't room for for error. And so to learn that it's safe to make mistakes and it's safe, so I do, and hopefully Sadie will agree with me. I always tell them in the studio, this is a safe space. We're safe together to learn and to make mistakes. And that's the place we need to do it together um, and support each other through that. So hopefully having that helps both of us, helps me, helps them.
0: Because in the studio, you always say, what's the worst that can happen here?
3: (laughs) Well, sometimes it could be, you could fall over. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs)
1: I haven't you before, Sadie.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, uh, So uh, I have two questions left. Um, so I want to know, do you regret anything that you have been through and gone through in your for your path?
3: You know what I don't I don't have any regrets. I've been completely blessed with the career path. I think when you're living the career path, sometimes you can think oh I wish I'd have done that or I wish this had gone better but learning from those moments um, and moving forward for them I have I don't have any gr- regrets of how this has all worked out in the end um, and there's still a long journey God willing ahead of us and so I think that I've just been very blessed I wouldn't you know I've been able to travel the world I've been able to meet a lot of different people I've been able to find a second career that I love um, and just be, happy. And so I think I don't look at any moment, even if it was a train wreck, that that it was a a, a regrettable moment. I think there were just learning curves.
0: Um, And if you could give um, middle schooler one piece of advice, uh, if they're just like starting to explore their career, what would you tell them?
3: I would say that being a swiss army knife is the best asset that you can have and so by that i would be the more things that you can learn enjoy understand speak into the more equipped you are to find something that works well for you i think unlike and this makes me sound old when i was at school it was like you chose and you moved down your path and you did. And I don't think that the world is like that these days. I think the world is ever changing. And so for younger people finding that next path, that next journey for them to take, exposing yourself to as much culture, travel, reading, all of the things that basically you should listen to your parents that are telling you to do, um, will uh, equip you to be successful in choosing a path. And also I think it will equip you to be successful in having a voice very early on in your career and not having to follow the crowd, you'll be able to be able to stand out in the crowd.
1: Great. That's really great advice. Love that. Okay, Fran, well, that was our last question for you. Um, Sadie, do you have any other any other thoughts, questions for Fran? Nope. No? Fran, is there anything else that you'd like to tell us that maybe we didn't ask or you didn't hit on?
3: No, I think this is just such a great opportunity. I thank you so much for inviting me to be part of this. And Sadie, I will see you in class tonight. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, we appreciate it. It was really fun to hear hear your story and what you do. So
3: thank you again for being a part of this. You are more than welcome. I hope you guys have a keep dry the rest of the day.
1: Hey friends, that's a wrap for this episode of Show Me the Future Podcast.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the others. Don't forget to download our episodes so you can listen on the go.
1: Follow us to get notifications about new episodes. See you next time.
2: This podcast has been brought to you by MU Extension. Through the innovations and ideals of the University of Missouri, MU Extension improves lives, businesses, and communities by focusing on solving Missouri's grand challenges around economic opportunity, educational access, health, and well-being. MU Extension is a partnership with the University of Missouri campuses, Lincoln University, the people of Missouri through county extension councils, and the National Institute for Food and Agriculture of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Through statewide offices, publications, and web-based services, Extension faculty in every county of Missouri continue to carry the benefits of MU research throughout the entire state. Call your local Extension office to learn more about what Extension has to offer. You can also check out MU Extension's website, extension.missouri.edu. That's extension.missouri.edu.